Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flag Time Machine, I am Andy Hot Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delady, so what, sorry. <laughs> that <laughs> the was Return of the pause. The pause, yeah, that was like sort of year one, really, of Top Flag Time yeah. Machine, and you always thought it was a power play, as opposed to just my distracted mind. Yeah, I just felt like you just left me hanging. Nah, like, sorry, mate. came flooding back then. Sorry, I would never do that. Okay. Okay, never mind. Let's, let's get over it. Uh, it's a Melchester Odyssey. Mm. I have in... Um, let's just mix it up. I have in both my hands the 12th of November 1983 issue of Royal Rovers. No real reason why. It's not heavier than usual. It doesn't need to be held with both hands. I just thought... You're, held, you're um, holding it like a vicar may hold a Bible when he exactly. addresses his congregation. Exactly like that. Um, That's, that I is how a lot there's... of people might see this, Melchester Odyssey as well. Yeah, a Bible. I just know that there is a lot of activity that goes on in the betting markets in the Far East regarding which hand mm. I'll be holding yeah. uh, the issue in each week. So I thought... It's um, good to be specific. I'll, I'll be real, lass, and hold it in both hands. You know how, like, in all sort of sitcoms and quite a lot of just, like, family dramas in the 70s in particular and also stretching in the 80s, there was always a vicar. But also the vicar always had a sort of an an idiotic, slightly trumped-up assistant. What were they called? They had a title, didn't they? Who's the vicar's sort of assistant, assistant vicar? There's the... There's the vicar in Dad's Army is one of the classics, and he's got the uh, the verger. That's it, verger. Assistant. Yeah, they were great double actors. The vergers, but that verger, that's a great sort of universal double act. That in that the actual main man is reasonably benign, but he's always got a deputy mm. who's basically his attitude is, "You can't take that shit from them. We ought to come yeah, down on this." And he's going, calm yeah. down, Verger, calm down. He's like, it's not on, sir. No, I'm not having it. They're not showing you with the respect you deserve. Yeah, you're about a cloth. He's really frustrated yeah. that, that the vicar won't just fucking clamp down on Mannering and his, and his team's antics. Oh, Dad's army's so good. So but, good. Uh, I was who's watching worse, them. the Verger or the fucking, what's his name, in his tin hat? The military oh, police the, guy. Um... Oh, what was he again? What was his job? He was he was just the local him. sort of... He was the warden, wasn't he? The local he was the warden. warden. That was, he, was yeah. the chur- he was the church warden. I think. Yeah, but he had a so special... He was in charge of... He was sort of in, in charge of the whole parish. 
from a security it point of view. It was, it was kind of in charge of who got to book the church hall. So what, the guy he, in the tin he, hat? I thought he was some sort yeah. of policeman. No, he was I don't think so. He, he just jumped up. He thought he was um, the fucking that tits, manner, that Warden geezer. Hodges. Warden Hodges. He was the air raid warden. Right, okay. That was that was his authority. But in his role, mind, so I mean, was... he fooled me because he wanted everyone to think that he was sort of like the boss of the whole fucking village, mm. whatever it was called on yeah. sea. What's it called? Warmington on sea, isn't it? Warm Warmington on sea. He was by trade a greengrocer. <laughs> <laughs> but he loved it. But it was a great um, depiction of what those times must have been like because suddenly ordinary everyday folk had special titles, and they sudden and some of them. Yeah. And you just fucking imagine it today as well, because there are so many frustrated yeah. fucking weird men around who just crave oh, and believe themselves to be deserving of some kind of yeah. very influential and authoritative role in society. And suddenly yeah. a lot of them Nothing. fucking got it. Well, that's it. Must that's what it's all about. It's about power, isn't it? Being bestowed upon people. You know what? I how think they deal with it. The bit, if you were stuck at home for whatever reason during the Second World War in in England in particular, and I'm I don't know, I'm discounting Scotland, Wales, and Ireland. I don't know if it was the same, but I live in England and I know how many cunts there are. Right? Do you know what it was? It was a fucking Lampard circus. It was a Lampard. It was a festival of Lampards because every yeah. Lampard, every man who was too old or too sickly to actually go off and fight, was here. And they were all being handed fucking authority and power that was way beyond their fucking capabilities yeah. or experience. Yeah. And they fucking loved it. And everyone was Lampard in non-stop, weren't they? And of course, deep down, they knew that they weren't good enough to be actually fighting in the war like the heroes. Mm. So that was, they had that massive chip on their shoulder all the way through. So the frustration um, as well was coming out. That manifested itself. Yeah, yeah. That manifested itself through the... Um, through the way they would, uh, you know, boss everyone around. But Dad's army, though. The whole I thing's mean, about Lampard. What, what sure. They're all different levels. Yeah. And because, like, you know, obviously mm. you've got, in, in the actual main crew, Mannerin's a natural Lampard, but so is Jones, right? Jones is a classic Lampard. Yeah. Most of the others are sort of all right. You know, um, what's his name? Wilson is an anti-Lampard. Well, that's it. Wilson's been given authority, but he doesn't want it. He doesn't it. want it. And that's what's great about him. He's the anti-Lampard. <laughs> yeah. He's like, fuck this. Right? Yeah. And, th- and then you've got, yeah, you've got the Verger and the Warden. Massive Lampards. Yeah. But, I mean, David Croft, who created Dad's Army, mm. has got to be the outstanding genius of British comedy sitcoms. The human of honour of all humans of honour. Sadly, he's no longer with us. But mm. yeah, he did. He did Dad's Army. He did Heidi High. He did Allo Allo. Yeah, he was known yeah. by his "You have been watching." Anything that said "You have been yeah, watching" was one exactly. of his, right? That was him at the yeah. That was that at the end. But there was an Allo Allo documentary on um, Channel Five last weekend, like an hour and a half of behind the scenes stuff, and showing the best bits. And you just forget how really good Allo Allo was. Mm. It was because it was just a, it was a classic fast comedy. But it went on and on for years and years. And there was so many good characters. And the thing about his characters in Dad's Army and Alolo and Heidi High is that on one level, they seemed like completely over-the-top caricatures. But on the other, they were just beautifully observed sort of, 
you know, oh, yeah. so, like figures fig- yeah. that if you grew up in England, you knew these fucking people, mm-hmm. right? You knew mm. these characters. It's the same as I always say about the Carry On films. People think it's just like knob gags and tit gags and all the rest of it, which it is, which obviously is the best thing about them. But also, you know, these characters are as well observed as you would get in a brilliant novel, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, yeah. And I think, I think lots, Croft, lots Croft like the Carry On writers, on Gould. knew that it was... I, I thought Aloha Low had been um, fallen victim to you know, cancel culture because of some of its problematic xenophobia and <laughs> and rampant yeah. sexism. Well, I don't know. It still gets repeated, I think. But uh, who are we to judge? Um, anyway, Roy the Rovers, yeah? Yeah. So it, it, it's now just in my left hand. Um, and it's the 12th of November, 1983. And on the front cover, we've got Roy Race playing for Walford now. Um, and at Mel Park it says Roy Race former boss of Melchester Rovers had brought his new team Walford Rovers to Mel Park for a league match against his old club incredibly Roy missed chance after chance but now Roy's got a penalty and it's him and it's Charlie Carter it's 12 yards between them Roy looks incredibly serious as he runs up to take the penalty and of course the crowd are there um, commentating on events throughout as they do. Here comes the equaliser. I can't remember when Roy last missed a penalty. This is Melchester fans, by the way. <laughs> this isn't the Walford fans. He's got to score this time. And he takes it left foot. It appears to hit it with the outside of his left foot. Almost scuffs at it. Yes! Charlie Carter has dived the wrong way. Yeah. Charlie Carter's peeping over his own outstretched arms. You silly cunt. Carter, I sent you the wrong way. No problem, I gave you the eyes. <laughs> Roy, you may fall um, off me for last time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's some more There's some more names on the um, the advertising holdings. Was it Sheila or something like that the other week? Where he, yeah, um, we, we, you, you correctly identified the fact that he was dishing out Name checks on the in in Roy, Roy the Rovers in return for sexual favours. Well, it's Simon's and it's Gregory's mm. on the hoardings um, this week. Well, so maybe Skew was a man who liked all the flavours. Maybe he did like to um, explore the full length of the buffet, as they say. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Simon's and Gregory's everywhere. So. He's hit it with the outside of his left foot. Let's go onto the colour pages inside. Find out what happens. Oh, fuck no. Oh, my God. Roy is looking at the heavens. Hands behind his shoulders. Oh, no, he says. Charlie Carter looks round as the ball just inches past the post. Uh, Wrong side of the upright. He's missed it. That's a fan. Uh, Joe Bellamy, the Fuck captain of Walford and club cunt, uh, <laughs> takes this opportunity to almost kind of um, launch some kind of insurrection. <laughs> He's gone, brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. He's missed. I knew this would happen. We've got him now. <laughs> <Yeah>, great. 
<laughs> Listen, gather around, everyone. Uh, I'm his... starting a coupe de tat. <laughs> <laughs> right here, right now. Ah, just like what they did in Zimbabwe the other year. <laughs> I um, took a lot of inspiration from that. That's why I grew this moustache. Like that lad Mugabe. I'm, He's got the right idea. I'm going to... I'm going to be this team's Mugabe. <laughs> um, so Roy is in the background there, in the distance, looking disconsolate. Bellamy has his fists clenched, and he's saying to his other teammates, oh. I told you someone else should have taken it. Lace is trying too hard to score against his old mates. This is a bit Dad's Army, really, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, totally. There's that thing of, like, power that's been taken away, and that yearning for the regaining of that power. Um, Joe Bellamy's been cuckolded by Roy and one of the one of the other players is thinking pensive and he, he says yeah, Joe could be right <laughs> yes, staring off into seat, the distance I? I don't think they're uh, at it as the managers say play, their heads aren't in the game they're sort of sitting there he looks deeply philosophical that lad with the fucking curly blonde hair yeah he does with the Tony Woodcock it's... slash Graham Rick style hairdo yeah. But the Walford fans didn't agree with their former captain, Joe Bellamy. And they're saying, uh, apart from the chances he's missed, Roy's playing brilliantly. He certainly stopped Melchester from taking a complete grip on the game. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Fucking weirdos. Uh, fucking one man. Oh, just a little bit further down there, we've got Simon and we've got Jackie. Also on the fucking advertising Oh, ones. yeah. He's just putting names on now. Yeah, Simon. Simon Jackie. I'm after... No, this one's a warning. It's someone who owes him money. Right. <laughs> That's a threat. Simon a Jackie. Threat. If, you open, <laughs> if you open this week's Royder Rovers, you'll see. Right? Skew doesn't forget. And Skew most certainly does not forgive. <laughs> you know, like Stalin used to... Um, if one of his like generals was on their way out, he'd, mm. he'd let them know by he'd invite them into his office, right? Come in, yeah, come in, yeah, come in. Just a quick, <laughs> quick catch up, you know. And he'd say, you know, "So, how's it going?" Right, and they'd be like, "Well, uh, Mr. Stalin, <laughs> call me John, John Stalin." Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> well, John. Um, <laughs> John Stalin. It's going quite well. We are successfully repressing the Hungarian people and ravaging their land and natural resources. We are success. We are successfully doing the same in Poland, Romania, and various other Eastern European countries. Good, 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 good to hear. What else? What else? And then they would look down, right? Because he'd be doodling on his pad while he spoke to them. And when they looked down, what he'd do is he was really good at drawing, um, in at mirror drawing and mirror writing. Yeah, right. So he could he could write their names. So say if it was me facing you at a desk, it'd be me writing Andy, but upside down so it read to you perfectly, Andy. Right, and they'd right. think, oh, that's weird. He's writing my name down. Still seems fine. So he'd be very relaxed, very friendly, very warm. And they'd be like, oh, that's strange. He's writing my name as we talk. And then they carried on talking. And then slowly, he would start drawing other things around the name. And they'd think, oh, what well, this is a bit like Ralph Harris. Can you tell what it is yet? Like, you know, when you, you're not quite sure what he's drawing yet? Because Ralph Harris, his speciality was drawing cryptically. 
right? Yeah, and letting it reveal itself. Yeah, yeah. And that's R- Rolf Harris. Rolf Harris specialised in keeping secrets, basically. Yeah, and he got the idea off of. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sir John, John Stalin. Stalin. <laughs> I got the idea from Stalin. I'm a big history buff, right? And uh, what Stalin would draw. This is true story, right? He would draw guns and knives stabbing into right. the name and shooting into the name. And then he, it would get oh, more extreme, God. and he'd even draw bombs dropping onto the name and then flames coming out of the name. So he'd basically write their name, and with half a smile on his face, he would just start to draw their name being brutally murdered in a variety That's of ways. Destruction. And then he yeah. wouldn't say anything, but that would be his heads up, you're going to be killed yeah. when you leave this room. And they'd just mm-hmm. have to take that. And... Uh, and I think that David Skew is sort of doing something similar here. He just writes down the name for Simon yeah. Jackie. Simon Jackie, you know and I know that you sold me some tyres that you claimed were brand new, but in fact were part worn. And when I say part worn, as far as I'm concerned, they were very fucking worn, right? And that is not on. And for that reason, I have published your name in this week's Ride the Rovers. And what happens next? Well, you'll have to wait and see. <laughs> That's up to you. <laughs> uh, that's probably what it is. So, uh, back on the pitch, uh, fans again. Another goal could wrap it up, though, as the ball gets played through it to Rob Richards for Melchester. Rob Richards! Shouts one of them. Uh, the youngster who was being hailed as Roy's successor was being given a thin time by the Walford defence. That's an unusual phrase. <laughs> that's the sort of thing I can imagine my grandma coming out with yeah God rest her soul she used to just drop shit like that into conversation and I'd just go yeah. with it because I'd, I'd be delighted by it do you know like grand chat grand chat was great yeah. it's the worst thing about you, all your grandparents being dead isn't it if you're a younger listener listening to this and your grandparents are still alive fucking cherish it right because mm-hmm. they give you a perspective on the world that is really like unique and really entertaining and sometimes awesome. you don't realize until they're gone because i think all the time now about the weird shit my I, scouse grand she'd say some funny things like she'd tell me scouse phrases and she'd do all that in liverpool we used to do this like she told me once that in liverpool i was at, i was staying with her once and she said um <laughs> she i was i was going to school Sorry, I know I'm dragging us right off air, but it's par for the course. She gets, <laughs> I've just had a large coffee, actually. That probably explains my <laughs> conduct right now. Really strong black coffee. Conduct. Right. And <laughs> Please try and rein yourself in, Delaney. And she goes, uh, I was in a hurry to get to school. <clears throat> she, she was staying with us, and I go, she gave me a bit of cake. She, I said, I haven't got time for breakfast. She went, here you go, have this. It's a bit of fruit cake. At least then you'll have something in you. Right, and I went, oh, all right. <laughs> And she went, do you want anything to go with it? And I said, can I have some juice, please? And she went, what? And I had cake in my mouth. And I went, can I have some juice, please? She went, cheese. Yeah, aren't I? And she got the cheese out and started slicing cheese. I went, no, I said juice. I don't want cheese with my cake. That's a weird thing. And she went, not to me, it's not. In Liverpool, we always used to have cheese with our cake. No, that's, that's, a, that's a thing. Cheese with, with fruit cake. Seriously, all this time I had thought to myself, that is classic Scouse grandma. Yeah, that was almost my first experience of what I thought was the Scouse thing of just making shit up about habits that they had. Jalapeño. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jalapeño. I enjoy Christmas cake mm, a lot. Delicious. Um, and I've been known to post pictures of the Christmas cake that Ooh. I'm eating on Twitter and on Instagram mm. because I crave it's, validation it's lovely, yeah. from fellow cake fans. Mm. And quite regularly people will say, oh, you're having some cheese with that? And I was like, what? Probably Scousers. I, I wasn't aware of that being a thing. It might be Scousers, it might not be, I don't know. Mm. I don't know whether the geographical... Well, um, of course, it could be. It's it most is. likely it's but, yeah. everywhere, but my nan being a Scouser would, a would always claim it. She's <laughs> yeah. like, in Liverpool. I remember saying, that's a weird combination. Not to me, it's not. In Liverpool, we did it all the time. And I'm like, well, we're not in Liverpool now. And I would prefer not to have cheese and cake for my breakfast. I really like. Th- Thank you. I don't want to wash this cake down with some cheese. I I'll, I'll feel very things. claggy on my way to school. And <laughs> yeah. there's one thing I hate being at school. It's claggy. It's claggy. Yeah, uh, you should understand. The only reason I go to school is to try and interact with pretty girls. Uh, that's literally my only motivation for school, <laughs> which was true. It was. It was my only motivation was to go see girls, talk to girls. Try and yeah. impress girls. It was just, it was, well, it was 99% of what I was doing there. And yeah. the last thing I needed was to be claggy in a situation like that. Because, from my experience, girls are not attracted to claggy boys. Oh, you're a bit claggy tonight. Oh, well, we'll have a freezing cake. I can't be clever as I'm saying. This is Oh, I did quite like you, Sam, but I don't know. I didn't realise how claggy you were. <laughs> I want you to like us, claggy. It's just a sign. It's just a non-stay. It should be gone by the end of the week. <laughs> then I'll be nice and fresh again. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of claggy. That's the opposite of claggy, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> oh, oh dear. God. No, girls don't like um, a claggy lad. I might get that oh. on a t shirt. God. Yeah, definitely. Mm. I fancy some fruitcake as well, though. Yeah, but Fuck my yeah. other gran as well, who was more cockney, she she mm. would um she'd always she'd say things like, Oh, he's having a thin time of it. That's what it is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. They're giving a thin time. Um, so uh, Rob Richards he, he well the crowd describes it tried to overdo it again and paid the penalty and he's been tackled he took took too much on uh, he goes off as he loses the ball uh, as the ball was knocked forward to Roy 
Roy just thinks to himself, I've tried everything except a hit or miss effort. So, dot, dot, dot. Just going to take a swing at it, basically. Uh, and he does. Uh, is that the right foot? I can't actually tell. It. No, that's the left. Uh, too high, says a fan. No, says another. The ball's dipping viciously over Charlie Carter's hand. Oh, that's a vicious dip. Uh, <laughs> so much for the thin time. And uh, it, it bounces off the bar and drops back out to Gorman, one of the Walford players. Uh, yes, Gorman's equalised for Walford. And uh, Gorman indeed has put the ball in the empty net past uh, despairing Vic Guthrie. Uh, now Walford began to come more and more into the game. Uh, Roy dances around his friend and now nemesis Blackie Grey. Roy's lost Blackie Grey again. Now, Racy, find the back of that net. But for Roy, the goals just wouldn't come. He blasts one off the post. He hits another one that flashes wide past Charlie Carter. <sighs> and that says then, as Roy got himself into yet another scoring position, uh, he chests it down from a long ball. Crossfield. Time's running out. This must be just about his last chance. Come on, Roy. Come on, Roy. Ons in bold. Come oh, on, is, yeah. Roy. Oh, yeah. Now you're putting me off. For goodness sake. But it gets fucking robbed. It gets tackled by his own man. Oh, my that man is Joe God. Bellamy. It's club cunt Joe Bellamy. The, Bellamy's the just says, you're wasting your time. Rovers. You're wasting your time, Rice. <laughs> Do you remember that old man on Vic, Vic Ray's Big Night Out first series? Yeah. Old man, he was like a tramp. He used just to come out and just say, you're wasting your time. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a great I think character. That was, that, was a, that was a character from an old Will Hear film, I think. Really? Will Hear, the 19, 1940s black and white comedian, yeah. Uh, but anyway, we digress. Uh, you're wasting your time, Rice. And Roy's astonished. What? Bellamy? <laughs> Bellamy <laughs> just takes the ball off him and okay. just lashes it towards the goal. And yeah. he says, let me show you how it's done. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is I have never seen Roy like... I mean, what would... He has been... Dom I've never seen him dominated like this before. Cuckolded is the word I used earlier. This is what this is a coup, a coup, coup de tat. Coup by de Joe tat. Bellamy. Mugabe. Uh, and he just blasts it at Charlie Carter. There's three defenders in front of him. He just says, Watch it, Melchester. I can't see. I can't see. And he. And it, trickles through past the defenders and past Carter into the back of the net Bellamy's done it Charlie was unsighted it's there 2-1 to Walford yes <laughs> Bellamy's got both his arms outstretched in the air uh, let me go to the fourth page further on uh, any other names on the advertising hoardings there? No, I can't see any. Any other people that he's trying to any track? Any threats? Any, any, any yeah, threats. he calls it threat hoardings. I call them threat hoardings. <laughs> 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 
they're a very small but very integral part of the Royal Rovers success story. <laughs> and my own personal success story, as a, how shall I put it, businessman slash illustrator slash Bellamy nudity was... enthusiast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by Bellamy the way, mate, you know I'm going, sorry, do you know I'm what? going to North Wales? This is probably more one for Friday's episode, but I'll just mention it. I'll drop it in your mind now. Yeah. Um, All right. Where I'm staying, the next beach along is a fucking nudist beach. Oh, right. Yeah, and um, there's something good on this nudist beach. I can't remember what it is. It's really good for... Tits? Oh, I know what it is. Yeah, obviously tits. But there's dolphins. (laughs) That's it. It's a really good beach for dolphin sightings, which obviously I'm a fan... Although I'm not a fan of dolphins because I think that they're frauds, right? I am interested to see them. I don't like. Right. I don't like them. What are, they, what are they? Fraud wheels? Do you think? No, I just think they're frauds because everyone's like, "Oh, dolphins are so sweet," but what I don't yeah. understand is they're not actually smiling. That's the way their fucking mouth is shaped. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I've been through this before many a time. But they also are known to sexually assault humans, and people always laugh and think mm. I'm on the wind up when I say that. But all I would say to them is, "Fucking Google it, and then come back and tell me what friendly and." supposedly intelligent creatures they are it's all yeah. bollocks right anyway it's, it, it's pretty murky because there used to be a one up at Amble in Northumberland mm. and I've forgotten what it was called but it was well known and some fella who was a, a, a sea life enthusiast I think he was mm. described as he was arrested and charged because he was basically wanked the dolphin off yeah well in the sea he used to go up there and ho- hang on to its erection and swim around with it. Mm. So he was um, convicted, I, I, I would imagine, jailed for that. I bet he fucking Freddy claimed the dolphin, the dolphin was, was asking for it in court as well, yeah. the dirty bugger. But like that, Freddy the dolphin. very often it's the other way round because there are many, many, many stories of... they. Do, oh, they... oh, oh, I'm sorry, I need to retract that. He was cleared of okay. uh, indecency. Oh, mate, careful. So, yeah, I won't name him. No. But he was an animal rights activist. He was cleared of a charge of indecency with Freddie <laughs> the Dolphin. Off a dolphin. And, then, <laughs> and then he announced plans for a celebration swim with him. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, mostly dolphins do it the other way around. They'll, they do all that. Oh, look, they're smiling. Oh, they're clever. Listen to that clicking noise they're making. You get in the sea. I don't want to go into details, but the dolphins start fucking messing about with you in a way that is very inappropriate um anyway of course i want to see a dolphin a couple of years ago i saw one in the isle of Wight, and i was delighted i don't like them but i do want to see them especially off the shoreline of the british isles because that just seems really unusual and exotic so i want to see yeah. these dolphins but the price i pay to see this dolphin yeah is to get my cock out on a beach yeah, it's I'm, you know, things are complicated. Yeah, I'm not particularly keen on that. I don't want to subject strangers to the grotesque sight of my horrendous genitals. Right, that'd be unfair. <laughs> right, it goes against yeah. my left wing community minded values. Yeah, a uh, liberal, small L liberal. Yeah, I'm a small L liberal, and I don't. I just think it's selfish for me to fucking flaunt my genitals. <laughs> But I will be taking my nanoculars, which you may remember I got as a birthday right. present last year. You did. So yeah. what I hope to do is hide up on some sand dunes 
and um, be able to look at the dolphins and with any Just luck, the dolphins. some tits. All <laughs> oh, right, okay. Tits and dolphins, mate. What more do you is want that, from a holiday? Is, is that is that allowed? No, it's like, illegal. That feels like voyeurism. It's illegal. If I get caught, if I get caught, I'll be in trouble with the law and my wife. So. But it's um, legal to look at just the dolphins. I think it's all right to look at dolphins, but if anyone catches... So if the old Bill come along... Mm. What are you bloody... Sorry, I can't, can't try, try to do my Welsh there, my Tuffy Morgan. What oh, are you doing? Right. Just think Dane Saunders. What are you bloody doing? I'm um, just... Um, I'm looking at dolphins. You're look, are you sure you're not looking at tits? Tits? I didn't say no tits. What are you talking about? No t- Come oh, on. yeah, there are some tits over there, yeah. That beach is, that beach is full of tits. Look at it. <laughs> Tits, you don't even it's need bloody crawling with tits and funny as well. You were looking at all of it, weren't you? I were, I were looking at the dolphins, I swear it. Give me them nonoculars. What are you doing with <laughs> the nonoculars? Hand them over. No, I shan't. They're a birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> shan't. All right, fair enough. Yeah, all right. Well, uh, don't be, uh, be patrolling this area again for the rest of the week. Got my eye on you, boy. <laughs> boy, oh, we've had enough of you English coming up here looking at our tits and fannies and our dolphins. <laughs> our dolphins, not yours. It swims all around the coast. It ain't Welsh. Belongs to the world. It's international waters, that. You can't claim it as Welsh. Like it did Ryan oh. Giggs. Six miles out. <laughs> then it's international before then it's Welsh. <laughs> And how do you know those tits are Welsh as well? They might be tourists. <laughs> uh, like I say, I'm watching you, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Enough of that back chat. <laughs> well, I will. I'll come back with a warrant for those nonoculars. <laughs> and then you'll have to hand them over. I'll, I'll seize them. I'll <laughs> seize them and crush them before your very eyes. I'll stamp the fuck out of them, boy. <laughs> Oh, well, look forward to the uh, post-holiday episodes. <laughs> Debrief, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to Belchester. We're on the fourth page. Bellamy was still celebrating as the full-time whistle sounded. Bellamy's running around with his hand in the air, shouting, Yeehaw! Cop that, Melchester! Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's all over. Walford have snatched a sensational victory. Uh the game was a personal triumph for Roy, even though he didn't score. Even though he was else made said. to look foolish by Joe Bellamy. Cuckolded by his nemesis. <laughs> Publicly cuckolded. Losing him to Walford was a tragedy for Melchester. And then there's two young Melchester fans running up to Roy. Fucking hell. The state of the two-faced fuckers. He plays for another team now. You've just He's just beaten no, you. you weirdos. Fuck off. Get off the pitch. Not surprisingly, the Walford directors were delighted. And there's Harvey Rawson and his gang of... Um, his gang, gang, yes, gang of cunts. hang around with him. Gang of, I don't have a board of directors. I provide to refer them as my gang of cunts. My gang of cunts, a group of yes-men who just <laughs> smile and grin and say what I want them to say. And go along with whatever devilish scheme I propose. <laughs> oh, there they are, applauding. One of them says, if Roy hadn't had such bad luck, we would have thrashed them, eh, Harvey? Harvey says, a great result, gentlemen. <laughs> then he's thinking to himself, but was it bad luck that prevented Roy from scoring? I don't think so. I'd better have a word with him as soon as he's changed. <laughs> 
But as Walford Chairman made his way towards the visitors' changing room, um, there's some people outside. I don't know who they are. They might be press men. They might be just fucking hangers-on. One says, what's all the commotion in the Rovers' dressing room? Another one says, Sam Barlow. He's having a go at the team for losing. And then the third one says, but Blackie Gray's standing up to him. Wow. That's obviously not featured Mm. in this because it would be absolutely full of effing and jeffing and pushing and shoving. Um, Mm -hmm. Pushing and shoving, of course, a reference to the Keen Odyssey. Just remembered after uh, this was recorded on the day after Manchester United beat Liverpool 2-1. Mm. which Roy Keane enjoyed immensely. I don't know if you saw it. No, I didn't Because Manchester United gave all of the effort that Keane has been demanding for years. Yeah. Keane was almost purring afterwards. But anyway, after that was on, uh, you've seen Gary Neville's Soccer Box series. No. That he does. Is that his YouTube thing? It's, it's on Sky Sports. He oh. sits down with the next player. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And they look back at their, their career. Career yeah. highlights. Yeah. Finally, Roy Keane has agreed to be a guest. Uh, on it. Yeah. So that was on last night. So that'll be on. Catch Can you imagine how many times he said no? No, I don't want to look at myself. Yeah. I don't. I don't look it? backwards. What you want to look at a video of me doing my job and then talk about it as if it's something <laughs> special? Just doing my job. You don't get my milkman to look at a fucking video of him delivering milk twenty years ago and get him to celebrate the fact. Come on, Gary. <laughs> you to, and this is that? a television what? show, is it? Take a look at yourself. Who do you think you are, Larry fucking Grayson? Get off the television! It's ridiculous. You want just you, you want to sit together on the on the settee together, side by side, while we watch these TV shows? What like that goggle box? I've seen that goggle box. It's the, the dregs of society are there. <laughs> Look at it. We're professional men, Gary. Come on, we've won the Champions League, and now we're reduced to sitting on a fucking sofa watching television shows and then talking about <laughs> them for the morons at home. Come on, we've got to have better <laughs> things to do at that time than that. Um, so that's so yeah it's Gary Neville's soccer box and it's Roy Keane and it's very watchable oh yeah I watched that it's very watchable it's probably diveable actually mm. it's so good um, anyway where are we yeah Blacky Gray standing up to Sam Barlow it says it was Barlow's interference in team management which led to the departure of Roy to Walford uh, Barlow storms out of the dressing room that does it I'm washing my hands of this outfit <laughs> they can find <laughs> look, another chairman what an absolute cunt What's it mean? Anyway, you're supposed to... I thought he fucking owned it. You can't just say that. Now, fuck, fuck no. Find someone else to own the club. <laughs> but they'll have to pay me top dollar for it first. Yeah. Here, you. Go there. Do you want the keys? There you go. It's yours now. Fucking sort it out. I'll go back to my butcher's shop. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I tell you, the best thing about being a butcher is the thing with sausages is they don't answer back. Not like players <laughs> and managers. <laughs> I line all my sausages up in the morning... I'll give them their orders, <laughs> and they follow them to the letter. And there's no back chat or sass talk. <laughs> He's not a man who deals with failure very then well. Then I line up my chops. Then I line up <laughs> my tongue, my kidneys, and my livers. <laughs> uh, so Rawson's looking on, and he thinks, "Well, well, if Paulo <laughs> really means it, I may have to find another manager." Ooh. But what he's thinking is, mm, this gives me an out. I can get rid of race because it's all becoming a bit complicated. I'm sick of race. I toyed with him for a while. He was my shiny new bauble. But now... It was all sh- about the thrill of the chase at the end now of the day. Now I have him. I find him tiresome. <laughs> hmm. Maybe I could buy Melchester and give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> 
Then he would do anything for me. Yes, anything <laughs> at all. Anything. <laughs> yes, perhaps that is an idea that entices me. <laughs> Dream sequence of Harvey uh, Ross and getting a horsey ride on Roy's bike. Perhaps then I shall finally ride naked on the back of Roy Race himself. Mighty Roy Race. Yeah, and, uh, and adorn him in stirrups. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's the end of this week. It says next week Rawson does have a chat with Roy. Don't miss it. Mm-hmm. Oh, we won't. Mark's at a ten there. Ten. Yeah, I agree. Great episode. So much going on. I mean, the cook holding from Bellamy was outstanding. <laughs> um, I don't know why. So there we go. We'll leave it there. We'll be back to find out what happens in that chat next time. We'll see if there's any more names on the advertising hoardings. I've looked. There is. That's all I'm <laughs> going to say. Um, <laughs> so thank you very much and goodbye. Goodbye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 